The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm absolutely delighted to have you with us, whether you're listening to the live show or whether you've downloaded it from the, the self-improvement blog. Just delighted. We have a wonderful guest today, and I'm really anxious to get to it. But before we do, take a look at the self-improvement blog. That's the self-improvement blog, all run together.com. Um, watch the videos. Be sure you read the book review of today's guest. Um, the book is The Five Seasons. Take a look at that. Read his bio. Take a look at his picture because you're really going to want to know about Dr. Cardillo when we finish this show. And it's okay to look at it in the middle as, as you listen. You know, I grew up in a part of the country where there were four seasons. I remember them well. I remember the snow and the spring and all of those. And then I moved to Arizona and came to think there were two seasons, hot and not too hot. Or maybe there were three, too hot, hot, and not hot. Um, those who, of us who live here talk about it's a dry heat. We talk about how we'd rather be too hot than too cold. Um, we kind of snicker when everybody else is, is sliding around on ice and snow. Um, but then summer comes and everything slows down here. We slow down as the thermometer soars upwards. I mean, sometimes it's just really hard to, to get going. But most places are considered to have four seasons, and now our guest today, Dr. Cardillo, tells us we have five. We've all experienced, to some extent, how our energies change with the seasons, but have we really given any thought to it? Have we given about why it affects us the way it does, or how we can use it um, as a tool to help us along? Um, probably not. Our guest today is going to talk about these five seasons and how they can help us if we work with them a little bit. Dr. Joseph Cardello is a best-selling author in the fields of health, mind, body, spirit, and psychology. And those of you who've been listening to this show for a while know that those are just right in the heart of my favorite things. He's an expert in attention training and creative thinking and has taught more than 20,000 students in various colleges, universities, and institutes. 
I can't think of anything more important these days than attention and creative thinking. His books have inspired people of all ages worldwide. He's a research associate at MindBody Medical University and holds a doctorate in holistic psychology and mind-body medicine. He's a regular contributor to the Huffington Post and Psychology Today, as well as other leading publications. He was interviewed based on his book, Be Like Water, for a documentary film looking for Mr. Miyagi, uh, which hopefully is going to uh, be released soon, and we all remember Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid, if you're old enough. Uh, Dr. Cardillo received the prestigious 2011 SUNY Chancellor's Award for Scholarly Research and Creative Activity. His latest book is The Five Seasons, Tap into Nature's Secret for Health, and we're going to talk about that today. Dr. Cardillo, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. We're so delighted to have you. Thank you for having me. What a great, great subject. But before we really get into it, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Joseph Cardillo? <laughs> well, uh, I, I live with my wife and family, uh, my wife and, and two daughters, uh, in the uh, Berkshire Mountains, just outside of, uh, kind of in between New York State and Massachusetts. Uh, but we're right in the mountains, so we, we have a sort of a rural lifestyle out here. Uh, and you know, I've 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 started my own interests in uh, in, in in all of this uh, really mind body discovery uh, way back when I was around fourteen years old. I um, wanted to ask you, how did you get interested in these subjects? Because they're not run of the mill. I'm going to. I actually, uh, you know, when I got interested in these subjects, uh, I wasn't interested in them in the way people might think uh, I, I might have been. I, I was I was just a young kid, and 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 my parents decided that I should study martial arts uh, for for uh-huh. reasons of their own, <laughs> and so and so I started to learn martial arts as a very young young boy. Um, I, and, uh, and, and one thing led to another. Now, of course, this was, uh, you know, many decades ago. So I've been, I've been practicing martial arts probably for over 40 years. So and, you found and, Mr. Miyagi. Back then it was, uh, you know, it, it wasn't so, it wasn't so out there to start to get interested uh, in things like philosophy, particularly uh, philosophies which uh-huh. weren't our own. Um, and so I became extremely interested uh, in the philosophies of uh, the Eastern traditions, you know, as, as a young kid. Now, not like I am now, but, you know, I, I became curious enough to, at the time, go to a place... Um, that some people may have heard of. It's a, a place called Coldgate University, and and uh, they had they had these things called meditation uh, uh, chapels, and you could go there and meditate and learn how to meditate. And so, as a young person studying martial arts, it just I became naturally interested in something like that. And like I say, it wasn't so far out back then. Um, as, as it is now, I mean, I think m- many children, you know, having young children myself would rather have, uh, you know, uh, an iPod, uh, you know, oh, absolutely. something like that and play with it than go and learn how to meditate. 
uh, on a weekend. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, that really sparked my initial interest in all of this. And, you know, and then, you know, like anybody else who's growing up, the interest grew and then it, and then it kind of, you know, it kind of drifted away and then it came back into my life, you know, at various points. Um, and then it came back really strong. And, you know, I started studying it at a very different level. Um, and, and I wanted to know more about it. And at some point, I wanted to know about the science of it all. Uh, and, you know, really in this regard, in, 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 the re- in the regard of trying to understand the science behind some of these tremendous philosophies that have brought us things like yoga and tai chi and martial arts and, and, and more, I mean, that have brought us, you know, meditation um, and, 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 and Taoism and Buddhism and all, the, all these great things. You know, I wanted to know, I, I wanted to get interested in, in understanding the philosophy, maybe even at a deeper level than that, and also understanding the scientific mechanisms that, that make them work. Um, so it's then, interesting that you talk about science in relation to this because, you know, it, it seems that it's really hard to find enough hard science to back them up, and yet we know they're real. Um, did, were, have you been able to find science that backs up some of the wonderful pieces to mind-body medicine? Absolutely, and one of the things one of the things that's so exciting um, about all this is is that you know when when I at least for me you know when I was growing up you know I just recently sent sent uh, my brother an email about this I said you know when we were growing up all I wondered was you know what what if I could get into the bowels of a of a of a Shaolin temple what if I could get into the bowels of a science laboratory in China, what would I find out? How much more do they know than what we practice here in the United States? I mean, because this is where I live. And, you know, that's kind of where I'm at now <laughs> in my own journey. And what I'm finding out is exactly what I was hoping I'd find out, just dazzling, <laughs> mind-blowing uh, material that that for some reason didn't filter through when some of these arts came west. Well, you know, and, I grew up in the Bible Belt, and we were really in basically we, we were basically told you don't get into that Eastern stuff. You don't, you know, you you stay out of that and. And we were never exposed to it. And when I finally was, when I was much older, I thought, why haven't I known this? You know, yeah. Why? This is so wonderful. It, it's just amazing, amazing stuff. And, you know, and, and, and it, you can date it back so far, you know, when the, when the sciences began. I mean, you know, when you, when you think about, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm even though I've been studying this stuff for, you know, for over forty years, at, you know, I am just it, it, today. I am thrilled, you know, with you know with what what we're discovering and finding out, and 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 finally being able to bring a little bit of this, you know, home westward and and try to share it. And I and I'll tell you something else. One of the 
for me, one of the greatest accomplishments in, you know, in my own career was to have my books translated in Chinese. Which oh, wonderful. Recently, because, you know, they really... Uh, you know, the, the Asian uh, traditions started all this stuff. It came and, you know, and it caught me. And I studied this stuff. And then for me, you know, or my agents to bring it back to China and for them to say, you know what, we're, we're going to publish this book here, even though he's writing about our stuff, our medicine, our philosophy, our science, um, even though I am putting, a, you know, some Western science in it. You know, the, the majority of it is, is still Eastern science with what Western science can do to activate it. So that's kind of uh, what I'm doing now. But I, I'm just thrilled with this uh, research, and that's what I do full time. What an exciting thing. On that note, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Dr. Joseph Cadillo, so stay tuned. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Joseph Cardillo. We're talking about all kinds of things that have to do with his book, The Five Seasons. Um, In his bio, he talks about teaching attention training and creative thinking, and I'd really like to know a little more about that. Dr. Cardillo, tell us how you reach students um, with attention training and then creative thinking. Well, you know, excuse me, uh, the attention book really started uh, a whole different role in my approach uh, in the way I I was uh, approaching some of the Eastern traditions. And with attention, what I tried to do in, in my book, Can I Have Your Attention?, was to look at the science of what is attention, what, what is it actually. Um, and then uh, once we know what it is, then what happens when we lose attention? Why do we lose it? And then what I tried to look at in the, in the context of that book was how can you regain it really fast? And, and if, we, if we think about it, just throughout any, including this conversation we're having, we'll, we'll be pretty sharp and attentive, and then we'll start to fade a little bit, and then we'll, we'll come right back. We'll reel it back you know, ideally. <laughs> is attention... It happen, right? But, right. We, we do that even if we're fascinated with the topic. So I, what I've tried to do is I tried to write that book um, from the perspective of, okay, so let's say that, y- you know, you want to improve your attention. Just knowing what it is, what's going on in your brain, what is it exactly? I mean, is it a... Is it a little file cabinet? Is it a is it a jolt of electricity? Is it a is it a is it a chemical cascading down down your your, your front lobe? <laughs> what is yeah. it? Yeah. So I tried to get to that and answer that question, and then uh, looked at various reasons uh, why people lose their attention, and then what do you what do you do to bring it back? And one of the things I was actually very happy about with that book is in at the toward the end of the book, the book was not about. Uh, attention deficit disorder. It was not about that, but I I couldn't uh, I couldn't reasonably uh, uh, write a book about attention without addressing that issue. And I brought right. it up again at the I brought it up toward the end of the book and discussed it in a chapter. And 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 most of the most of my work was on how to regulate that without the use of drugs. We can and have another of- whole show on that. We might have to have you back. And and by the way, by the way, that was that book came out uh, you know a few years ago, um, I think in, in two thousand and nine or ten two thousand and ten and and just last summer the Wall Street Journal released a story that you know wreaked havoc all over the place saying. Pretty much what I said in that book, you know, that the that, that that the emphasis on drug usage to treat ADHD really wasn't working so well. And in fact, the Wall Street Journal, their words, not mine, went so far as to say, you know, that that basically what it did was correct behaviors, but it didn't do anything for the attention at all. It and makes it by, easier to have class. Yeah. So I I felt. You know, I, I just felt, I said, you know, maybe, maybe I, back when I was out, you know, really doing a lot of uh, PR work on that book, maybe I should have mentioned that more often, <laughs> that, that little fact. But well, we're seeing it, it more and more, so it's, an a, it's a hot topic. 
have that, I that, lo- have I lost you? No, no, I'm still here. I thought we were off there myself there for a I, I, That was not, very interesting. Somebody has a ghost. I don't think it's me. <laughs> uh, uh, one more thing I, I'd like to look at before we really get into the book, and that's the the holistic psychology you talk about in your book. We're all familiar with holistic medicine. I'd like to be a lot more familiar, like to see more of it. But tell us about holistic psychology. That's um, well, a fairly new concept. Holistic, you know, that, that term is really um, being being used in a, let's let's put it this way in a wide variety of ways these days and um and you know what 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 we mean when we say holistic psychology is that that we are in terms of of uh psychologists we are a science that focuses on what what might be considered the interrelated but inseparable uh interactions of the mind and body and what we've really done over the years, a little history behind that, is shorten that term to mind-body because the term really is mind-body-spirit. Uh, because without without all three, you know, the whole the holistic um, unification does not make sense. Because what we're looking at is we're looking we're looking at an individual's uh, mind, their body you know, and their spirit and that and how each affects the other uh, in, a, in, a, in a continuum, in a sort of a unified way. So, for example, if, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm eating too much, um, that's a physical, that's a physical uh, 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 symptom of something else. And maybe I'm eating too much because, you know, there, there's something going on in my mind. Maybe, maybe I, I feel something of a lack of confidence in something. And so when I eat, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel calmer. It calms me down. It, 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 you know, but, but then there may be something in my spirit and at that, at that level of energy that has been blocked and I don't have enough energy to 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 put my attention and focus on the things that I need to put them on to change my mind, which would then change my physical habit. So it's kind of an interconnected thing, and and we would treat that differently uh, than than somebody else might. We would treat it with a single treatment that would address all three levels: the spirit level or the energy of the person's spirit, as well as the person's mind, which we break into the conscious mind and subconscious mind, and then trickle that down into the, the physical, the existence of the physical symptom. See, so it boggles another my way mind. to look at it, um, our treatment is different in that we look for root cause. And, and we believe that you're not going to find the root cause unless you look at all three of those levels. I totally and, agree with you. I'm always surprised that people don't address the spiritual part and many do not. In fact, many address only the mental and leave even the physical out, which is 
Right. That, that's right. And, and that's why some of those treatments, some of those treatments is really funny because somebody, somebody might go, you know, I, I've just been involved in a, in a more traditional uh, research, and I don't want to talk about it because I, I don't want to bring the institutions into the conversation that I'm doing that for. But, but I've been involved in an extensive research project that, that's, you know, of a traditional uh, disorder uh, and emotional disorder. And uh, let, let's put it this way. This is why people are, are fascinated that, you know, and a certain individual could have literally years of clinical, years of clinical uh, uh, psychological conversation and then, and then be treated in a holistic way and, and, and they're, they're, they, they, they regain their health very, very quickly, sometimes in, in less than a month. And, and, and they're amazed, like, how did this happen? And the reason is, is that it's not necessarily uh, the meditation or, or the, the, the psychological talk or any of that that's doing it. What's doing it is, is that it's a unified treatment that treats the spirit, the mind, in the subconscious and conscious mind, and then the physical symptom, all in one treatment, and so it happens very quickly. And and what's happening is is that the person's uh, original uh, uh, mental formatting, if you will, is going to be realigned, and so the person winds up healing themselves. You're not healing them. Exactly. You know, and, and basically, this brings us a little closer to the concept of oneness. You know, we're a, a whole one human being, but there's more oneness to the equation than that. And you touch on it in your book, uh, The Five Seasons, because you put us in alignment with nature as well. Absolutely. And it's, it's really, it was, it was always kind of curious to me. I, I, you know, I've been a huge environmentalist my whole life. So, it, it, you know, it's always been curious to me that, 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 that some individuals will actually separate us. They'll say, well, you know, I like to go into nature. And I've always thought, but we are nature. <laughs> we are nature. We're in nature all the time, even right. if the nature around us is asphalt. But, yeah, we are, we are nature. And, and so what's happening out there is also happening inside us. And then, you know, that's old as the hills. That's, that's old as the hills. I think Pythagoras, you know, thought way, way back in B.C. that, that you know, he, he understood that, that sound, the sounds of the, of the environment, the sounds of, I believe he was talking about the sounds of the cosmos, the sounds of the cosmos, he believed affected our internal organs. So this isn't anything new. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, those, excuse the expression, those old dudes had a lot more wisdom than we are willing to recognize oh, these they days. They did. Um, and we've taken an awful lot of that wisdom and made it mean something else. That's the too bad part of it all. <laughs> yeah, that's the too bad part of it. Um, we're almost to time for break, and I think I'd like to go to break just a little early so we can get started on talking about this marvelous book. Will that be okay with you? Oh, absolutely. Thank Let's you. Let's do that. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show staying. Stay tuned. We're going to be back with more, and you're not going to want to We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. 
Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success, or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer, to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader in creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Dr. Joseph Cardillo, and we're talking about his book, The Five Seasons. And I really recommend that you read this book. It's different, it's lovely, and it will give you something to chew on for quite a while. Dr. Cardillo, before we get into this, tell us how people can find you. Well, you can find me by going to my website, which is www.josephcardillo.com. Dot com and that's um, C-A-R-D-I-L-L-O. Um, and um, you can find the five seasons on Amazon uh, or uh, with Barnes & Noble or m- in most bookstores. And, and it really is a, a read worthwhile. And, you know, I say that a lot, but, you know, I can be picky and choosy about what I read, and this is one I plan to read again and sit with for a while. Dr. Cardillo, I am absolutely compelled to ask the most obvious question here. What is the fifth season? Can you explain your approach to seasons and what this fifth one is? I can. Uh, the fifth season, the fifth season is our self-awareness. The fifth season 
Uh, if you look at the four seasons, the fifth season is late summer, uh, which we've sort of just spun out of um, recently here uh, on the East Coast. Um, but late summer uh, technically uh, falls uh, in the northern hemisphere. It, it falls from approximately uh, about the third week in August, and it can go as far as almost right up to Thanksgiving. So you can have a string of very warm days um, and, and then very cold days and then very warm days, and that's how it works. You kind of get a little... Uh, smidgen of all the seasons during that time period. Um, so it's, we call it, uh, we call it late summer. Some people call it Indian summer. Uh, and, and that's what it is. Uh, but in, in, um, in, in Eastern traditions, the, the middle season, which is late summer, the, in fact, the middle of everything, centering, is such a big concept in all Eastern uh, traditions. Um, China, the word China itself uh, means middle, uh, middle kingdom. So centering is so important there, and the centered self uh, really is is everything um, in Chinese uh, traditional Chinese medicine. In fact, Asian medicines too, and also in what we're calling here in the in the states mind body medicine. Um, but it, it, there's a there's a, a, a greater importance in all of this um, for those of us who are trying to use natural ways to heal ourselves mentally or physically and even spiritually. Um, the, the, in, in Eastern traditions, Eastern medicines and psychologies, the, the mind is everything. The mind controls everything. And we believe there's more than one mind. There's, there's, there's the mind that's connected with our brain. Then there's the mind that is the consciousness that is beyond the brain. And then there is the mind that is connected with the big hard drive or the universal mind itself. And so we believe that, that there are those three minds and then there are various subconsciouses as well. But the fifth season, the fifth season is the big mind, the big mind, the original mind of the living creature. And that mind is connected with the universal mind. And you can see that any way you want, as, as the universe, as God, as the spirit, however you want to see that. And that mind is the original, contains within it, the original character or characteristics of the universe itself, of the living being that was created from that energy, the energy from whence we came. Um, but what we're looking for is a mechanism to restore or reboot that mind from time to time. When we get sick, when we get sick, when we age prematurely, when we don't live as long as we'd like to live, when problems go on in our lives that are physical, psychological, um, and the like, social, all those, all those issues are linked to, a, to, to, to something that has become imbalanced. And if we could reboot that original mindset, we believe that it can reformat the entire being. And so getting in sync with the seasons, you know, we call it seasons, but 
in 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 traditional Chinese medicine, they recognize the seasons and getting in sync with them as the mechanism, as the way to actually get yourself back to rebooting that original mindset, which will make you healthy. So it sounds complicated, but it's just so easy. If you just follow the natural inclinations of which I write in the book, within a couple of days, you'll feel better. It's interesting (laughs) that you use the term... Yes, it's interesting that you use the term reboot, like we reboot a computer. You know, sometimes when your computer just doesn't quite hum along like it should, if you just reboot, you know, whatever it was seems to solve itself. And you're talking about rebooting by getting in sync with what's going on. Well, it's really within us as well as around us. Let me ask you another question, though, before we get back into it. Where do the emotions come into all of this? As you mentioned, mind and... The emotions are, are, are very, very often our feelings are, are happening at a, at a, at a, at a, in more, they're not part of what we would call the physical realm. So they're happening below that. They're happening even below the realm of consciousness. Usually we're not, we're not aware of them until they've already sparked and something is happening, but they've already kicked in. So oftentimes, you know, an, an emotion is already you know, is already happening within us biologically uh, before we realize we have the emotion. Absolutely. So anyway, in other words, I'm it just, firing you know. biological, I'm, I'm, I'm firing adrenaline before I even know that I'm angry, and then all of a sudden I, I realize, oh, my gosh, I'm angry. So, you know, it's happening at a sub-level of all of this. But, you know, you'll find out that, you know, which is why when people meditate, you know, they meditate and they meditate a lot. They start to find out that, you know, geez, I'm, I'm getting angry less, but I'm not doing anything to make myself not get angry. How come exactly. that's happening? And the reason is, is because they're rebooting their mind. And then their mind is, re, their, their, their mind is rebooting their body. Hey, let's the mind talk about this rebooting. You know, let's say that I'm just in total upheaval and I read your book and I'm thinking, oh, this is really great. Where do I start? Where do I start getting in sync with the seasons? Well, I would, that? you know, there, there's, there's so many activities. The reason I put so many activities in the book that people can participate in, I put these activities at the end of each season. Oh, and they're and, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I kind of show how ordinary people use these things, too, um, you know, to give as a kind of an example for how someone might want to use it themselves. But, you know, you certainly don't have to do all that if you find even just one thing that you can do. Um, you know, maybe somebody likes to, likes to, um, to, to use sound. So if they, if they like to use one of my, uh, uh, you know, examples of using natural sound or even musical sound, um, then, uh, you know, then, then that's all they need. <laughs> so that's why that. you talk about playlists. trying to restore that, that mindset. You, know, you talk and then about playlists you. a lot. Uh, you know, talk, talk a little bit about your playlists and how they can help you do the rebooting. I will. I, I've got a great example that can just about a, a explain it, the whole thing. Um, I have a When my youngest daughter was two and a half years old, we started to go uh, and visit this. Uh, it's, it's more of a, 
it's more of a stream or a brook, but but out here they call it a river. <laughs> so oh, it's called the okay. Green River, and it's in the Berkshire Mountains. And we would go to the Green River, and and we had our little spot, and we would sit down. And I was trying to teach my daughter, you know, some really very basic meditation skills. And and I noticed that the water sound. The water sound uh, very much calmed her down. She really liked that, and, and, and she would get calm pretty quickly. So we started going there often. And, of course, I had ulterior motives of bringing her there, but, you know, she, we went there, and it was a bonding experience, and it was a natural environmental experience and all that. But in the meantime, she's, she's learning a way to calm herself down. And at some point, what we did is we started to expand um, our appreciation of that environment, and so she started to look at the colors, and we tried to see what colors were there. That and we'd say, well, what effect does that color have? Does it make you feel feel calmer or what? And then the ones that made her feel calmer, we took pictures of. So we had a lot of greenery in the pictures, and then we started to tell stories. Uh, while we were there. Now, the reason that we were doing all that is because the science behind it is, is that the more parts of the brain you use, the, the more amplified the effect will be. So if it's calmness that you're going for, if you use, say, the language center of your brain, if you use the uh, visual center, center for your brain, if you use sound, now the, the original sound uh, uh, will, will be, you'll have a more dramatic effect. It'll calm you down much more so and also much more quickly by using all parts of the, of the brain that way. Sound is interesting by itself because it, it permeates all parts of the brain as well. So then what we did is we, we went to, uh, we, we could have tried to record the sound, but instead what we did is we, we went to the iPod store and you can, uh, iTunes, and you can, you can download all kinds of natural sounds, anything from campfires to water sounds and everything else. So we found something that sounded kind of like that, and we downloaded that, and what we did is we made a slideshow on her iPod. So now I'm trying to get her to use her iPod for good things. <laughs> good idea, great idea. On her iPod of all these like wonderful pictures that we took, and we put the water sound behind it. And if you listen to that for about seven to twelve minutes, uh, if that's something that works for you, it takes about seven to twelve minutes to calm yourself down. So now she has something that she can train her mind with. And of course, once she's trained her mind, her mind trains her brain. And once it does that, then she's releasing neurochemicals and other, uh, uh, other things that, that will calm her down almost instantaneously. And well, over, the years, gift. over the years, her mind is trained to do that so that it'll do it automatically now. Now she doesn't even need the iPod. All she needs to do is imagine that scene. And just imagining it will, will do it for her. Now, an interesting thing that I just want to point out to your listeners, an interesting thing, sound has the potential of affecting all three levels of mind, body, and spirit. And that's why sound is so important, and that's why all the old ancient chants and, and uh, even prayers and things like that worked because of the sound. The sound could affect all three levels, all three levels of our existence, the mind, the body, and, and the spirit. That's why listening to the monks om or the you know the catholic monks chant is so powerful. That's why mm-hmm. it works and and you know you do a thing like that and all of a sudden you realize that your immune system's gotten better and you're not getting sick. Exactly. 
On that note, we need to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Dr. Joseph Cardillo, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Dr. Joseph Cardillo. We're been, we've been talking about his book, The Five Seasons, and he just gave us a wonderful example of how he helped his daughter get in sync with nature to help her be calm. How can the rest of us get in sync with nature, Dr. Cardillo? It's such a great gift. Well, you know, I, I, I want to just say that it's, it's, it's so simple it you know read the book <laughs> read the book absolutely simple. read the book oh you know, that just one activity a day that you like and it could be the same activity um and you'll start to feel better automatically and 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 you'll see that all all kinds of things start falling into sync for you just like everything is falling in sync in nature you know there's uh there there are caterpillars uh, out here in uh, in in uh, where we live in the Berkshires, uh, that are making a thing right now. Their little bodies are making are making a thing that's like antifreeze, and it's a chemical. It's very very similar to antifreeze, and their bodies just know to make it right now at this time of year so that they won't freeze. And then when when spring comes around, uh, you know they'll they'll be out and running around again. So I mean, if nature can do that. Just think of what it can do in the human body. So once we sync with nature, all kinds of things in our mind, our spirit, and our body 
start to fix themselves. It's, it, and, and it's as simple as that. Uh, and that's, that's my message. I, and I, and I think that everybody should start today <laughs> and take it seriously. Absolutely. What about those of us who don't have four seasons? Well, in uh, that, that's a very good question. The the energies that we're talking about really they use the seasons to to help define the energies, but it has nothing to do really with with it, 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 I shouldn't say it has nothing to do really, but but it's more of a it's more of a definition of the energies that are inside us. Those are the energies, uh, just like in uh, in traditional uh, Chinese medicine, we have the five elements Um, and the five elements are pretty much the same as the five seasons each season has its own element so in in asian medicine we believe that there is that that there are five different types of energy that affect both the 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 mind and the physical body or the the mental and the and the physical realm um, and, and, and if you synchronize those energies, then they reboot the mind or they'll reboot the body and whatever problems there are will be fixed. But one of the problems that we have is, is that sometimes people get a little bit better, so they try something. They'll try either sound therapy or they'll try meditation and, and they'll get better. They'll get better. And then, and then they go right back to their old habits. Don't do that. That's, that's Don't do that. Make it a lifetime commitment because once you start reaping the real benefits, you'll never stop. <laughs> no, really. It's interesting to me that we can, uh, we can create our own season. Actually, we have so many wonderful tools for us in terms of music and, and, uh, you know, now we have entrainment tapes, you know, to get your brain where you want it to be. We have all of these tools around us to create whatever it is we want. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and don't you see the, 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 it's a cycle. The seasons are a cycle. And we're in those cycles all, all the time. A day can, in a day you could really go, go through all the seasons. In one day, That's right. or, or even during a even during a, uh, an office meeting, you can go through all the seasons right there. I was thinking this morning that a, a whole cycle could be gone through with a creative project. You know, starting at spring when you have the idea. Yeah, absolutely, and and just letting it letting it scatter and flow so that you can you can find the the one that you want to follow. Uh, that you think is the best one to follow. Yeah, I think that, uh, all that. <laughs> all, all of that. I mean, well. the, the concepts that can come from your book uh, are really exciting. And you know, I said in my review, this isn't a book just to be read. This is a book that you sit with. You know, this is a book that you ponder. You, you, let, you kind of let the book read to you. Uh, you, uh. you know, there's some really... Wonderful things. You, you say um, the formula is simple. Change the way you understand and use nature's energy and you'll change your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, is, that is so true. And we were made to live in nature. And, and now we, we, walk, we walk outside to get to the car. We get on the freeway. We get to the office. And sometimes we don't even see What's around well, us? here's the thing. I could take a, I could take a pill because 
you know, I, I either want energy or because I'm sick and I want to feel better. I could take a pill and, and that pill would have a certain effect on, on, on my, on me biologically. Or I could pay attention to what, what I'm experiencing in nature that gives me the same effect. Exactly. Think how good going out and put your bare feet in the warm, bare ground would feel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and you know, we did. A, you know, I did. I did some work with uh, with a colleague of mine at uh, at Columbia University, and one of the things that we were we were doing was looking at how uh, how sound can can help uh, alleviate chronic pain. And what exactly is it doing? Well, it's doing some of the same things that the morphines will do. So, I mean, you could take morphine, or you could take some something else that you know that will treat the pain. Or you can use sound. Of course, if you use the chemical treatment, it's got side effects um, and can affect other organs and et cetera in your body. If you use sound, there aren't any sound. There aren't any uh, side effects, and at least negative side effects. And you can use it forever. <laughs> and, and by the way, joy. It's and it brings it brings you healing at so many levels. You know, and, and you know, people try to tell you what it is you have to listen to. No, your heart, your soul knows what to listen to. Absolutely. You'll you'll find music that does that for you. You you don't have to stress about it. Now, I could probably never get much healing from rap, but I can go to Bach. And yeah, you wow. have to like it. That's yeah. all. But some people get a lot from rap. Dr. Cardillo, we're right up against the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Well, my thought is is that you know nature made us the way we are and gave us an gave us a, a beautiful mechanism within our mind, body, spirit that can be used for self healing, and we can either go that route or we can go the other way. And I encourage people to try to at least tap in, and I think that they'll find that they'll feel healthier, happier, and more harmonious with the people uh, that are in their lives. And I think that they'll see these change in ha- changes happen almost immediately because that's the way the mind-body-spirit medicine works. It doesn't take its time. <laughs> so, take a look at the uh, book. It's it's. A- a wonderful self-awareness manual. Next week's guest is Pete Giannini. Pete was a crack cocaine addict who really lost everything and now is gaining it all back. He's been clean and sober for a number of years now and has a wonderful story to tell. We don't often have these kind of stories on the Self-Improvement Show, but this one is exceptionally special. Dr. Cardillo, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Loved having you on. We really, truly are going to have to do it again. This is Irene Conlins and Dr. Joseph Cardillo saying thank you for being with us today. Please come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.